We're heading into a new season, a fresh season. And so, uh, man, we've been planning out for the fall and what's coming up. How many of you, uh, I'm just curious, how many of you are like not going to be here in the fall because you're leaving, you're going back to another school or you're moving, you're going away somewhere? All our visitors, oh, so sad. We love you guys anyways. Uh, but the rest of you, hopefully that you'll continue to come back. I, I just am really eager and expecting of what God's going to do in the fall. And one of the things that I felt like he was kind of pressing on my heart for us to begin is uh, I, I get a chance to meet uh, pretty often with some of you individually and some of you as groups and, and get to hear what God's doing in your life and all the cool things that are going on and how he's moved in, in your life and how he's building your story and all of this. And, and I sit there and listen to you, and oftentimes I go, man, I wish that everyone else could hear this. I wish that all of C12 could hear this because sometimes it feels like uh, what you're getting is just me kind of preaching at you or it's Kara leading worship. And hopefully it's not at you. Hopefully it doesn't feel like that. Hopefully it feels like we're in this together. But, but this ministry, this community is not just about me showing up and giving you, you know, what God's given me. This is hopefully about us as a community gathering around what God is doing in our lives as individuals. And when it becomes powerful individually, it becomes powerful corporately. And so uh, that's kind of my prayer. And I felt like God was saying, man, we should kind of make ways for us to share with each other what's going on and what God is doing. And so for the next few weeks, we're going to kind of launch into this new thing that I'm just calling uh, On the Mic because I want to begin to give uh, some of you guys the mic and let you talk and and don't worry I'm still going to preach and we're still having like a sermon series and that kind of thing uh, but I want to just kind of have a segment like a few minutes to just kind of give someone else the mic and let them share and so I'm really excited to begin that tonight uh, because how we're going to begin it tonight is I want you to hear from a couple of different people who had a very interesting summer. And so I want to invite all of you ladies up here, and it's just going to be me and a couple of girls. Grab a chair, come up here. And I want to tell you why they're doing that, uh, why these ladies are special. This summer, uh, we had two mission trips, two international mission trips. We had one trip go to uh, Cambodia, and we had one trip go to Kenya in Africa. And so uh, every... Like every uh, summer, sometimes on spring break, we go out internationally on mission trips. C12 does. So we organize uh, trips that are specifically for 18 to 25-year-olds. And sometimes they're all C12ers, and sometimes they're just a few C12ers and some other people that may not attend uh, our group, but we still invite them anyways because we love them. Uh, but we've had several of, of you that come frequently on Thursday nights, go out uh, in the summer to these international places, and I want you to hear a little bit from them of their experience and what happened on those trips because, first of all, I'm just so proud. Can I just tell you, y'all, that I'm just so proud of you? Are you are y'all proud of these ladies? Because um, I'm just so proud. I'm going to need a stool. So let's do this. Uh, uh, which one of you guys went to Cambodia? Raise your hand if you went to Cambodia. So those three went to Cambodia. How, how big was the group you guys went with? Is this thing on? Okay. Oh, there it is. <laughs> um, we had five students, and then we had our leader. Awesome. So, yeah. Awesome. And then uh, you two went to Kenya. Raise your hand if you went to Kenya. Come on, represent. Uh, and, and how big was the group that went to Kenya? 
Um, nine plus Peter was ten. Peter <laughs> was Peter was there in Kenya, but yeah. Yes. Uh, so we had nine, uh, and I went to Kenya with them as well. And so um, I really need a stool. I'm gonna grab a stool because I don't want to stand this whole time. Is that what you were coming to get me? Y'all give it up for Austin for being an all star. Um. So you guys went to Cambodia and to Kenya. How long was the Cambodia trip? It was like 15 days, right? Two weeks, two full weeks. And then the Kenya trip we went on was 10 days. And uh, by about day eight, we were ready to come home, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, the flight, I'm just trying to give you all some general information so you know. The, the flight to Cambodia was how long? So a total of like 20 hours of flying, a full day, yeah. right on, and then our Kenya trip, I'll just speak because we were there, our Kenya trip was a, uh, was a 17, 17 hours yeah. total, so we had two flights, and uh, the reason why I tell you that is I just, I just want you to feel like this was not a little mission trip to Florida, uh, these, these people sacrificed something, and I'm just so proud of them because that's a big sacrifice, you guys know summer is full of of working jobs and that kind of thing. So it's no small ask, I know, to ask you guys to go overseas, uh, but y'all did it. And so I'm really proud of you guys. So I want y'all to share a little bit. Uh, the first question that I, I um, have for you guys, I want you to share with all of us kind of a little bit of the uh, raising support journey that that was. Just, just so you guys know, uh, these are not trips that you just flat out pay for out of your pocket. These are mission trips that they raise support. And so 12 Stone as a whole teaches you how to raise money, all that kind of thing. And I believe both of these trips were like $3,000 each. And so you guys had to raise that money. So Blake, tell us a little bit about uh, the raising support journey uh, for you. Okay. Um, mine wasn't as difficult as I thought it was going to be. Um, the way I went about it is I was selling t-shirts through Fund the Nations, and they kind of work with you to design a shirt to sell. And um, I sold them for $20 because I feel like that's easy Who as a college. Who got a t-shirt? Anybody buy one of Blake's t-shirts? Come on. Support. <laughs> Y'all are great. Um, I thought $20 was easy for someone to fork over, you know? Like, if you go up to 25 people will be like, mm, I don't want to slide that extra $5, you know? So um, I thought $20 was fine, and I actually ended up selling 203 shirts. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So the math. <laughs> That's a lot of money. That's yeah. all I know. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Good for you. Anybody else? Anybody else want to share about your raising support um, journey? Um, I'll say from Kenya. I don't think really anyone on our trip had a super hard time raising money. It was my first mission trip, so I had no idea really what I was doing. Um, but I was surprised by the letters that I sent out, how many people responded. People I never thought would send me money were sending like $100. So wow. it I got my money pretty fast. I didn't have any trouble. That's awesome. I love that. How many of you guys, this was your first international mission trip? Three? Wow, that's mm -hmm. great. That's great. Cool. So the reason why I asked that question, I wanted them to share, because uh, I know that much of the hesitancy to go on a mission trip is fear about how do I pay for this thing, right? And I, many of you guys come up to me and say, I would go. I just can't pay for it. Well, just hear their stories, uh, raising support is not as difficult as it, as it seems, right? Like, you can do it. You, you guys have people in your lives that would gladly give, and so it's not as difficult as it seems. All right, next question. Are you ready? 
<laughs> yes. Okay, next question is this. Uh, what was the highlight? I want to know what was the highlight of the trip? Uh, maybe one person from Cambodia, one person from Kenya. What was the highlight of the trip for you? Well, I had, like, three really small ones. Like, oh, my gosh. No, they're, like, two, one sentence. Okay. okay. So, first and foremost, I found my mentor on my trip. Shout out to Rebecca Black, if you know her. Found so a mentor. That's, that's yeah, great. Yeah, that was great. Not in Kenya. She was in the group that you went with. Group. Yeah. But it happened You have a Kenyan Kenya. mentor now. Yes. Good. No, I'm kidding. Second, Austin did this too. We chased zebras, and that was pretty awesome. We chased zebras through the African yes, desert. Did. Yes. And third, the team just got so close, real close. And every day was like an hour and a half drive out to our community. And, of course, like. I can't believe you're about to share this. Austin. <laughs> sorry. Austin was the only boy on the trip, so he kind of had to get thrown in there. But, um, of course, girls have to pee a lot. So we would, like pull over on the side. Well, there's not really a road. It's just the African bush. And we would... <laughs> yeah. And we would just walk out and find our own little bush and squat and tinkle. And it was great. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> and then we would have, like, little conversations between each other, and then, like, a little zebra would just trot off behind us. So it was a bonding moment for the ladies. It was a great ladies. bonding experience. Good for you guys. Elizabeth, you have so you'll experience things in Africa that you may not ever experience. So, okay, someone from Cambodia, you got it? Yeah. Um, so I grew up in a Buddhist family, um, and so my parents weren't too happy about me going to Cambodia. Um, and so when we went to Cambodia, only 3% of the whole population was Christian, and um, they didn't even have enough people to have churches, so they had house churches they would just do you know service in their homes and so it was really cool to just see like I only have to deal with my parents here and like over there they have to deal with their family and their community so I have it pretty good here wow yeah, yeah. absolutely that's my highlight <laughs> absolutely yeah I know that was a big learning curve for all of us <laughs> that went on uh next question was there anything about the trip that surprised you like what surprised you about going to this place, uh, something that maybe you weren't expecting or something like that? Um, Go for so it. So on my first mission, mission, whoa, okay, I can't even speak, mission trip, I actually went to Africa, and so I went back to the same community uh, this year, which was pretty cool. Um, but the first trip, we were all really close to each other. Shout out to Esther. I saw her like two seconds ago. Whoop, whoop. And we had a lot of fun and everything. But this trip, I don't know, all of us – like, even Austin, we just all bonded, and we were such a close-knit group, and so it was just really cool because all of our personalities kind of went together, and we encouraged each other, and so um, we just spent a lot of time praying over each other and praying for the communities and everything, um, so I just thought it was really cool. It was a great example of community. I know Austin um, really encourages community, and so I experienced that. Great. So, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Anybody else? What surprised you most? Um, what surprised us most is we had a group of six. Yeah. And we had one guy on our trip as well. Shout uh, out Mike Watson, not here. <laughs> He's a legend. Yeah. Um, and just like your group, um, we got really close really quickly. Like probably by like day two, we knew almost everything about each other that like mattered. And, um, <laughs> and some random weird things but anyways um like during our debriefing at night um people got really vulnerable with sharing their stories I mean like there's tears and um some people shared like really dark stuff so um 
another thing was that we got to know what each other's strengths and weaknesses were on this trip, as well as your like spiritual gifts and love languages. So we had two people on our group that were really good at words of affirmation, which actually came in really handy. Yeah. Um, and then another one was physical touch. It could be like, you know, back pat or something like that. But I just the closeness with your group is immediate. And I mean, I, I can't describe the bond that y'all leave with when you come back. Like, even when you come back, you just want to be around your group. It's just like another family. Yeah, I love that. It's very, very true. Uh, tell me this. How did you, like, personally grow in your faith because you went on this trip? Is there something that you feel like God specifically did in your life? Um, well, mine's going to kind of be lengthy. Uh because some of y'all know that before I went on the trip, two days before we departed, um, I had pneumonia. I found out I had pneumonia. And so a bunch of people were telling me, don't go, don't go. Like, you have an upper respiratory infection, and you're going to end up in the ER there. And then it could just be really bad. And I'm like, okay, I could end up in the ER. But I work in the ER, so I'm in the ER a lot anyway. So um, uh, I actually... When I was sitting at the doctor, I received my last $40 to fund um, my, miss my mission trip. So I felt that was sort of like a God prompt to tell me, you know, keep going. Like, you've been in this and you've been praying for this trip for six months. Like, you should go. I want you to go. So um, I decided to go, and um, I got a steroid shot before I left. Um, and I didn't start feeling poorly till the end of the trip. And I was really um, actually concerned before I left um, that God, if God would be able to even use me on the trip because we did two soccer clinics during the day and um, English class at night. And um, I could hardly breathe. It was humid um, and everything else. But it's almost like God put all my symptoms of pneumonia on hold until I got back, which is incredible because steroid shots don't last for two weeks. Um, and then also when I was on the trip, unexpectedly, our trip, um, uh, one of the missionary family leaders, um, he took us to this, this site where there was a bunch of health representatives and actually, like, out of the blue, got to uh, share my testimony and share signs and symptoms of pneumonia because these people don't know um, what the signs and symptoms are until it's too late and their kid dies of pneumonia. They think that it may just be the common cold and that they'll get over it, which that's what I thought. I had pneumonia for a month before I actually went to the doctor. So I was able to tell them, you know, hey, this, this is the things or these are the things that you need to watch out for in your kid or in your family members before it's too late because they don't have good health care over there. So it was, it was pretty cool getting to share that because I don't know what that's going to do in that country and how um, those representatives are going to share that. But, I mean, maybe, maybe I could, I don't know, somehow save lives with that little piece of information that I was able to give. So. Love it. Love it. That's awesome. Am I talking? Yeah. You, yeah, sure. Um, so... I learned a lot about, I'm so sorry, guys. I have a cold, and so I sound awful. <laughs> oh, everyone get away. Um, so I learned a lot about prayer on my trip. So um, I've always prayed, I guess, but I've never really had, like, I've never prayed with intention like I did during 
our trip. I mean, we prayed all the time. It just like every second was prayer and everything, but every single prayer was so intentional and that's, I don't know, that's just, it's different. I feel like we're always praying. We're praying for our food and everything, but we're just like, oh, okay, God bless us food, whatever. Thanks. Amen. Let me eat. You know, it's never really intentional, um, it seems like. And so I just learned how to be really intentional with my prayer and just spend time with God. Um, and I hate that it took being out of my comfort zone a second time to learn this, but God, um, he took me away from my family, my best friends, my, you know, just everything. And even in moments, he took me away from my team and just, like, just blew my mind and said, hey, spend time with me. Um, and so it's just, I, I learned so much about how to pray, uh, pray intentionally, and just have a relationship, a deeper relationship with God. So if that makes any sense. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, I also learned a lot about prayer because um, in that time that I was uh, preparing for the trip, I, there was a lot of prayer that went into, you know, me actually going and trusting God was like a huge thing for me to actually go on that trip. Um, because I knew all the complications and everything. And right now I'm actually still battling something. I don't know um, what it was, but I actually never recovered. So um, right now I'm in like a trial and error sort of kind of doctor appointment-ish session of my life where I'm just trying to figure out what's wrong with me. And um, just like trusting God that, you know, whatever's going on um, is in his hands and um, he'll still use me. Maybe he'll use me through, um, my sickness for, of three months and, you know, be able to help someone else through something like this. Cause it hasn't been easy, but I know that like in the background, like God knows what's going on. He knows what I have and he'll be able to use me through that stuff. So love it. Love it. That's great. I think, uh, <coughs> let me ask you the last question. Would you guys go on another international mission trip? Definitely. Absolutely. Great. That's all I needed was just a nod. Yes. yes. Actually, tell us, Michaela, tell us about, uh, I know you want to go on another one. In fact, you're already looking for yeah. one. Well, I like oh, the kids. They just melt my heart there. And I got really close with three of, uh, it was two girls and a boy. And I'm determined to go back and find those kids <laughs> and check in on them. Um, actually, one of them, the, literally three hours after meeting her, she looked up at me and she was like, I love you. And it just, I don't know, it just, I saw God in her. She just, it was exactly what I need to hear at that point in time. Um, and so I knew there was a children's ministry one happening in December. Try to get on it, but I'm not going to be home from school. So I'm in search of another mission trip. in search trip. of another trip. That's We're great. Gonna go. <laughs> I, uh, I'm so proud of these people. And, and I think these two trips are a... Um, I think God would, would say something to us through these two trips, and one of them is, what an amazing group of women we have here at C12 that would be willing, yeah. And, um, and I, think the, I think the other would be a challenge to our guys. I was, uh, I was the only dude to Kenya, and then we had one dude go to Cambodia. And so I think the other is, man, Fellas, we need you to step up. And so, as I told you, I've been praying about uh, this next year. I'm praying that God convicts you tonight <laughs> that you need to go on a mission trip. But I'm so proud of y'all. Can we give it up?